I'm smoking and drinking, John, just so you know. Good. I had a drink, and I'm chasing it with a Gatorade, but I already had my drink. So, yeah, we're in the same boat. We're good to go. That's that's the perfect intro for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is the Crush Monocle Podcast, the podcast where we talk about stuff, all the stuff. I'm your host, Coop. This is my co-host, John. Perpetually late to everything, even my own podcast. Hi. <laughs> That's okay. Um, our guest this episode has upward 30 years in the music industry. She's been a talent buyer, radio promotions rep, label manager, publicist, hailing from Texas and moved to Chicago where she founded Western Publicity in 2009. She has worked with many, many artists, bands, writers, filmmakers, and spreads the good word of good music wherever she can be heard. But I know her from her leadership skills in the press area and behind-the-scenes shenanigans of my personal favorite music festival, Riot Fest, yeah. uh, ahead of Riot Fest 2023, being headlined by the Foo Fighters and The Cure and 200 other bands or whatever. Um, my good friend and the PR lady who would n- love nothing more than to strangle me with her bare hands, Miss, <laughs> Miss Heather West. Yeah! Woo! Hello! Hello! <laughs> that was huge. I know, right? These <laughs> intros are so epic. That one killed it. That was probably the most epic one I've heard so far. That was awesome. Yes. <laughs> um, how you doing tonight, Heather? Oh, I am terrific. Terrific. Um, tomorrow is two weeks out yeah. from the festival. Yes, and I just did two festivals this past weekend. So yeah, good times. <laughs> you know, yeah. What fest did you do? Um, I did the Rockwell Stroll, which is a street fest on the north side. Yep. And also Cultivate Fest, um, okay. which is the first Chicago cannabis culture festival. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Nice. It's, it was kind of partnered by riot fest. Like we, um, last year we launched, um, a riot pop, which is like a hard, uh, beverage. Yeah. yeah. And the cool thing about it was it came in like 0% alcohol, 1.5. And I think five or something like that. So it was like graduated, if yeah. you don't drink at all, you've got something to drink. If you want to get buzzed or <laughs> more buzz, you know, there was like yeah. levels. That's cool. And this this year we launched um, a CBD version. Oh, very cool. Nice. Of nice. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that debuted at Cultivate Fest and it was like Graveyard played their first show. They're from Sweden. They played their first show in the U.S. in forever. Yep. I know. Um, RZA. Um, Far side, Black Lips. Oh, oh there shit. was so many. Yeah, there that's, was a ton that's of great amazing. Bands. That lineup's crazy. You named like four <laughs> bands, and I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember the Riot Pop. I drank the non alcohol version. Uh, there it you was go. Qu- quite delicious. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very cool. Um, for those who don't know, uh, I'm from Chicago again, and so is uh, and Heather. We're, um, Riot Fest is uh, the the best music festival in Chicago. I'm not saying that because she's here, but I've always said that even before I was covering it, the site. Uh, it's basically for, if you don't know what Riot Fest is, it's basically what Lollapalooza should be. Uh, <laughs> so uh, rock, metal, hip-hop, a little bit of everything, uh, good stuff. Uh, this year, the headliners are The Cure, The Foo Fighters, uh, The Postal Service, uh, Death Cab for Cutie, uh, Mars Volta, 
the Breeders were playing the full album there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Queens of the Stone Age. I mean, seriously, yeah, Kim it's like Gordon. Kim Gordon. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of great stuff, and I hate to be biased, but I agree with Aaron um, that it's oh, yeah. the greatest festival, and one of the reasons I feel that it is is just because of the vibes there, and it's you know people don't just show up to get like super duper fucked up. People come mm-hmm. to so see listen. music yeah. of all yeah. ages. Yeah. And if somebody does get super fucked up, five people rush over to help them Yeah, and buy them bottles of water and make sure they're okay. You know, it, it, it's just like, you know, the last time I went to Lala and I, I don't like to point out other festivals specifically. It's just the last experience I had like that. I walked by probably a 14 or 15 year old girl who was like passed out in the mud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were security guards around and stuff and nobody was paying any attention. I was horrified. Yeah. You know, not just by the security, but by the crowd. It's like, you would never see that at Rye Fest. Like people mm-hmm. look out for each other. It's just, yeah. you know, even Love Aaron. It. People even look out for Aaron. <laughs> yes. Why? Why? Actually, actually uh, uh, Heather looked out for me one time. I was in a pretty bad shape from dehydration or heat, and uh, I accidentally Aaron, ended up you in know, the... When we talk about these things, you have to stay hydrated, So sir. I was in the pit for suicidal tendencies, <laughs> Oh, and I yeah. felt like I almost yeah. died, and yeah. I come stumbling back to the press area, and Heather's like... Oh, here, let me help you with that. And she poured like a bottle of water on a bandana and she yeah. put it on the back of my neck. Oh, She's like, yeah, there you go. Put that there and you'll feel much better. And yeah. I She's felt like much a better. Hero. Yeah, that's awesome. It, I, I could be your dominatrix or your savior in Nurse Heather. <laughs> I was going to say Riot Fist Mom, but uh, okay, no, that works too. No, Riot Fist Dominatrix is probably what I'm going to go with. That's dope. Yeah. Well, Aaron's probably told you I don't really. I don't really take much shit in there. She does not. Um, oh, yeah. No, she does not. Oh, yeah. However, I'll go the extra mile for people who are, like, decent. Yeah. Which is which is 99% of the people that we deal with, you know? I, I, mean, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if Coop is decent these days. I'm not really. Oh, oh. Well, he's... <laughs> He's too square to be indecent. Yeah, okay. that okay. You're, okay. You know what? You know. That's exactly right. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Um, no, but I will say that uh, to expand expand on what you're saying, Riot Fest. I'm not just again not just saying it because you're here, but it feels very. Even though it's in this big open field with all these stages, it feels very very similar to what it used to when it was across all those venues in the city. It's it's a huge festival, but it feels very small. Because everything is very communal, everybody's super cool. There's no fights or anything like that. Um, yeah. I've never seen anybody so screwed up where they can't walk. I haven't seen anybody injured, so it's very. Uh... No, I mean we get we get kids who forget their inhalers. We get people yeah. who stand at the barricades for eight hours to be in the front row. <laughs> who <laughs> so hardcore have panic attacks and stuff like that. But we have a very. Inc- Compared to other big festivals, mm-hmm. we have a really good safety record because good. that's just that. not the vibe of our crowd, you know? Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. I mean, but, oh, I was going to say something and my mind just went blank because that's what you do in a podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what we've done for 28 episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, no violence, 
Yeah. It's it's just I remember you know going to see a band one time and around me were like 14-year-olds and this couple that had those canes with the feet. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know yeah. with the little four feet on them. Yep. And and everybody was rocking out. Yeah. You know. And that was like that's that's what I'm about, you know. Love it, love it. I mean, and the, I, I mean, we keep kind of skirting around the super cool thing too. Is like the lineups are always insane. Like the Riot Fest lineups. Like I'll look. At, obviously, I'm over here in Utah. Like I don't get a ton of festivals, you know, and stuff <laughs> like that. But I mean, I look at those like main festivals, and I consider Riot obviously one of the main festivals. And like the lineups are always insane. No, I totally agree, and it's like the undercards or incredible Mm -hmm. no i that's what i mean it's like your headliners you're like cool 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 get that those are the kick-ass bands and then the undercards i'm like holy shit like how am i gonna (laughs) how am i gonna see everyone like yeah yeah crazy like your undercards absolutely destroy no i totally agree and that's one of my favorite things about it because like some big festivals i feel like they blow all their money on you know lana del rey or whatever Sure. And then, sure. like, 45% of their lineup are bands that no one's ever heard of. Right, right. And, yeah. and when I say no one's ever heard of it, it's because literally they've never done anything. Right, 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 right. You know, our undercard are bands that fucking rule, you know. <laughs> and they're yeah. bands, like, they, they fucking rule and they grind and, like, they deserve to be in that festival, too. It's like... Let's get, you know, let's get them a little bit more like exposure or just even being on the undercard, even on the flyer, all that shit. Like, I love right. it. I honestly love it. And it's like, uh, like Olivia Jean is on this year. She, nobody will see her. She's like on first, first day. She is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I hope it helps her, but and I'm mad because that's right when we're doing ch- press check-in. So I probably won't get to see her. Right. You know, You're but like, like, I booked when... it for me and I can't even watch her. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, if one of the bands you're the most excited about is the first band on the first day, oh, imagine yeah. what the rest of it is. <laughs> well, I, know. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause like Coop obviously covers it every year and he sends me the lineup and every year I'm like, Holy shit! Like, I gotta be there. Like, first thing on Friday, uh, yeah. first thing on Saturday, yep. first thing on Sunday. Like, <laughs> well, you're welcome anytime. Well, thanks. I'll 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 see if I can clear it with. The I'll just window. kick him off. Yeah, yeah there you go. You yeah. On. yeah, perfect. That sounds great. <laughs> I uh, but no, one of the cool things is if if you don't like the headliner, the undercards that plays always at the same time is friggin' amazing. Like, I don't really care for Death Cab or the Postal Service or anything. I have nothing against them, but that's really not my thing. But Mr. Bungle's gonna be playing yeah, at dude. the same freaking time as yeah. Death Cab. Yeah. Oh. So. That's and, like, that's insane. And, like, you know, I mean, I think it's around the same time. Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen them before, yeah. but they are epic. I've only watched is, videos, but yeah, they are, yeah, yeah. Fucking, they will slay. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you that. Anyway. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. So, um, 
uh, we we usually deal with this podcast is we always usually start off what we've been listening to. We're like uh, halfway through it, but we're, we're halfway through. <laughs> so we're, we'll do that later before okay. we leave. Cool. So right. I just want to say, ask you, uh, Heather, who are you? Are you? Are you? Who are you most excited about at Riot Fest? You're usually busy, so you don't usually get to see anything. But well, she already said Olivia Jean, right? So she, yeah. So. Olivia Jean is one of the ones I'm super fired up about. I mean, basically, a lot of the stuff that I I like highlight that I want to see. Yeah. Some manager will be like, "I need to see you right now," and then I don't get to see them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I'm super amped about Kim Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Turnstile sure. will be fun, but you know they'll be back through. So if I don't see them, I don't see them. Yeah. Fair. Um, the Braid full album play, I'm pretty amped on. Um, White Reaper, I love them. Mm-hmm. They're fun. Um, Viagra Boys, another band that's yeah, that'll be cool. Not that. Like it's not smart, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and Death Grips, I'm super excited about because yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because they're just barely back together for the most part, right? Yeah, I don't know what they've been up to. They were on the fest like three or four years ago. Yeah, like yeah, and then they and then they, and, like, they took a hiatus or something like. Yeah, but I was like running across the field from one place to the other, and then I was like, "Holy <laughs> crap!" Or, oh no, I got radioed to come help because yeah. the crowd was losing their minds and they needed help <laughs> yeah, with the photo a- pit and <clears throat> stuff. And so I went over, and I was just like, "These guys, like the intensity, oh yeah, is fucking phenomenal." You know, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. You yes. can say whatever yes. you want. Totally fine. Okay. Okay. And then taking it back like a little more chill. Yeah. Um, Frank Turner, like never miss Frank Turner. Um, one of my only big um, scheduling conflicts, I feel like, is Frank Turner and Steve Ignorant from Crass around at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm... Either way, pick pick your poison. <laughs> one of the one of the things that stands out to me is uh, I this is kind of a niche band for me, but like Head Automatica, like having oh. having Daryl from Glassjaw like kind of take up his side band, kind of. I mean, I know they've you know been playing shows here and there, but like nailing that's super cool. Like if I was no, it, if I was there, I would have. That's one of my like super duper picks. Like, well, um, and realize that right mike is from buffalo oh okay 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 <laughs> yeah okay, okay so annie defranco had automatica yeah. Snapcase. those oh, are bands yeah. he came up with yeah. that's true that's you true know, <laughs> I like, mean, you just brought up fucking snapcase snapcase is literally one of my favorite bands of all time like i'm dead they're so i saw them good. on their last tour on their last album and they, you know, obviously, like, they had already called it quits, and they were just doing, like, a, you know, send-off tour. They absolutely killed it. It was honestly one of the best drum performances I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, Snapcase is no. fucking insane life. Like, they are so good. They are so I good. used to, I used to work at Victory Records. Um, oh, you did? And so I was their publicist. No shit? And That's they, amazing. I can't tell you how good 
a dudes they are. Yeah, they seem like the like, nicest possible people. Like they truly are. Their their integrity is like impeccable. Yeah. yeah. Their kindness, you know, and now they're yeah. all like kind of family dudes and stuff. Right, but like right, you yeah. see them live yeah. and they still bring <laughs> it. They bring the yeah. intensity. Yeah. You know, so yeah. having and we have um quicksand and gorilla biscuits. Uh, which are both Walter Schreiber's. Well, Rival Schools is is Walter's too. He gets like, he's busy every day, I think. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He doubles down. (laughs) Man, I'm so excited to see Quicksand. Uh, Yeah. And they're playing at full record. I caught caught them uh, being the headliner for Glassjaw, and they were insane. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. I hate to tell you this, but they said you're not allowed to watch them, Aaron. Yeah, you can't go. That's fine. I understand because I get it because you're still gonna you're gonna be still in awe of watching Snapcase for your. That's first right. Time. Yes. <laughs> I, um, yeah, you'll yeah. still be in shock. We'll be treating you in the medical tent. She's got the cold um, bandana for you, but well, you're still gonna just have stars. It's gonna. I be- I've shared the story a long time ago, like last year on here before. But one of the scariest experiences I've ever had. I didn't get very injured, but. Um, well, actually, I kind of did. It was when Slayer played. It was their last show in Chicago. It was like 2019. Yeah, that uh, was in the rainstorm. That was super fun. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, in a bad way. Yeah, well, I actually had uh, my I had my jaw cracked because I got too close to the pit. And I got hit mm-hmm. in the jaw, and it, it broke my jaw. But um, that was the scary. It looked like the the cover of Doom. Like the cover art for the game Doom, that's what the pit looked like. <laughs> no, it was a disaster. I didn't actually get hurt in that pit, but I think it was Iggy Pop in like 2016 in Colorado. Okay. Um, I was in the pit, you know, doing the photo stuff, <laughs> and... Um, some kid clocked me in the head yeah. real hard. Yeah. Um, some nice shape, you know, like, yeah, idiot. But anyway, I <laughs> have had vertigo ever since. It's been yeah. incredible. It's wonderful. Yeah. And if I see him again, I'll kill him. You should. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Coop, I, I mean, I don't know if I've shared this, but obviously I've talked about like me running concert production before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Heather, John has experience in running shows, so. so. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've heard of United Concerts that used to be in Utah. They're now Yes, like, I have. Okay, well, I, I, I ran shows from them from like 98 to like 2009. So, mm-hmm. but now they're part of Live Nation. I think they got bought out like three. Yeah, all ago. the regional ones got bought out. Like yeah. I used to work for a regional promoter in Texas where I'm from. Okay, okay. Anyway, yeah, carry so- on. Anyway, so Slayer, um, one of the one of the shows that I ran, I want to say it was 06, but I'm not a positive. Someone got there. So, you know, like your ear, right? Like if you mm-hmm. bump your ear, if you like if you're rough with your ear, your ear stays on for the most part. Right? <laughs> Someone totally. got the majority of their ear torn off their head in the pit. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Like. There, so I don't, you know, it could be. A, I feel like there might be a grudge involved. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, Mike Tyson you know, maybe, was an attendant. Maybe you're like on the ground and someone steps on your head, and that's like most of the torque, or someone just. Or maybe like, they see the 
guy that used to date your girl and you're like, you know what, this is the perfect opportunity. Right. So anyways, no, I, I was know. just adding to the fuel is like, we've all had near death experiences or at least been around near death experiences in the Slayer pit. Yes. Like we all oh, yeah. know. <laughs> like... <laughs> no, after it happened to me, like I thought I was okay. And then, yeah, I mean, mind you, we were also dealing with, you know, the difference in, um, elevation for sure and stuff. But I was like standing outside the hotel talking with people like <laughs> four hours later and I like passed out. Oh God. I, like hard. fell like flat on the ground and like cracked my head open and had oh, to go to the hospital. Yeah. That and the next day good. I was back in the press tent. That's the kind of idiot that I am. Yeah. You know? Sounds like production life. <laughs> during your um during your uh time here at riot fest uh heather have you i know you probably can't name too many people off but have you ever had any horrible experiences with any artists or bands that would probably not be coming back to riot fest well i can't say that they will, <laughs> or will not be coming back to riot fest <laughs> but <laughs> there are there was a band one time that like mind you you've both been to fest and promoted and you know how many people are all over the festival wearing a particular color of security (laughs) t-shirt right oh yeah um we had someone arrive day of nothing in advance that we could work off of uh and say every single security person here has to change their t-shirt color oh did they bring the color that they wanted no no i think i know who you're talking about heather well you're not allowed to say i won't say it but i know you're talking about yep but literally (laughs) you've got guys of all shapes and sizes oh yeah yeah. and girls yep and all of a sudden everybody has to change from blue to black right day of day (laughs) of And the Uh, explanation was, well, the artist doesn't like blue. And then we (laughs) somehow made this transformation of all of these garments happen. Jesus Christ. And Uh, artists came out. It was, yeah. Like, because you've got so many different sizes of people and like, we can try to get stuff screen printed on you know no notice but that's like a crazy ask you well know? it's got to say like csc or whatever the, yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah anyway we made it happen and then the artists came out wearing blue oh my God. Yep. i would have been so pissed i would have been so i was i was in the photo pit and i was livid uh-huh. Yeah, I would have been so pissed. Yeah, I was so mad. I was like, "This is such bullshit." And then, wow. and then I started getting directives that no one could make eye contact with said artist. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so, oh and this was the last night of the festival, so yeah. it was a Sunday night. Yeah, and so we're hauling all our shit out, my printer and. You know, <laughs> all, all the big stuff that you leave there during the weekend, just right. to like do your job. 
Right. And all of a sudden I had to grab my entire team of 10 people and drag them behind an equipment van <laughs> so that we wouldn't accidentally make uh, eye contact with the artist in his town car as it was leaving. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, anybody who thinks this kind of shit is important no, has no. lost what's important about music. Uh, yeah. They've just lost it. And yeah. I don't like to talk shit about artists very much because, mm-hmm. like, I, you know, we don't know about the loneliness of being on the road where you're away from your family all the time, mm-hmm. the isolation. Every day you're around a new crew of 35, 40 people. Yep. You know, I, I, I know it's not easy, but no one can make eye contact with me. Yeah. <laughs> it is like next level shit, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. So, I mean, you've done a lot more than I ever have, but I mean, I, that's there's been situations where I've worked with people that have fenced off the entire, you know, backstage area. Like, Oh yeah, we have that a lot. Yeah, even where catering is. So it's like me as like a you know runner or whatever. Like I can't even I can't even navigate to the places. No, you have to go the longest way possible to get anywhere. I mean, I have a golf cart, thank God. Yeah, I I never had one. I was always just (laughs) slapping shit from like yeah, but yeah. Well, I'm elderly and my back (laughs) is bad, so like it's the only way I can handle it. But like. You know, the misfits close off their stage. Certain bands close off their stage, and you know they're going to do it. We know it in advance. We set it up. You know, it's the last minute. Oh, change oh, yeah. everybody's uniforms. That stuff yeah. is what bugs I can't believe me. That. That's insane. Because, yep. like, yep. you're fucking over a ton of people. Yeah. <laughs> also incurring, like, literally, like, I guarantee it was, like, probably $2,000 to buy everybody new shirts. You know what I mean? Like it's just this last well, expense. At a festival with a fifty thousand dollar cap. Yeah, probably even more than that. Yeah, probably yeah. way more than that. Yeah, you know, and it's not the money; it's that. It's like, don't flex. Yeah, no, it's dumb, motherfuckers. You know, like, yeah. There's fifty other bands on this festival too. You know, like right, and like you don't need to flex you're rich already like just be rich like fuck man yeah i'm sorry i curse so much but that's good we like it <laughs> i was just, i was just giving right mike like this talk earlier about not cursing on like tv and stuff in like <laughs> <laughs> this is the same place Heather. <laughs> uh, this is a safe space for me <laughs> well, in my experience in the press area, uh, every single person that I've encountered at Riot's always been great. Um, when I interviewed uh, Marky Ramon last year, I actually yep. left the press area cool. with his crew and did the interview in his trailer. And I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Yep. Um, he's a nice guy. But uh, every yeah, single person. And taller was... than you, weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe an inch or two. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then uh, leaving back there was great. Uh, when I met him, that was like a bucket list thing for me. I was expecting him to be like this intense, like old punk. But he was like my granddad. You know, <laughs> he shook my hand and he's like, oh, hello. How are you? Um, are you from the area? I'm like, yes, sir. 
I'm like yes sirring and no sirring like he's my <laughs> my granddad, you know. And then he goes no, on stage the, later. And the greatest know. thing about him is he he still has like the total old school New York accent. Yeah, he's like, oh hey doll, <laughs> hey. Hey, doll baby, what's <laughs> up? How you doing, man? How you doing? You know, he's like total Brooklyn, like New York guy. Yeah, for sure. And sure. very sweet. Yes, the sweetest dude ever. Uh, the the guys from um, Bad Religion were really nice to me also. Cool. Yep. Uh, suicidal Tendencies, again, they were great. Except for Lombardo. I don't know why Dave Lombardo Better stay was, away from Mr. Bungle because he's was, drumming for them now. I he's know. Gonna, he's coming for you. I he's hopefully if I if I run into him, <laughs> I could be like, "Hi, remember me? You was really mean to me for some reason." I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, I I heard a rumor that he's just got it out for you, and that you're not going to live through any kind of encounter. Yeah, you're so. fucked, dude. You're great because yeah. that'd be all right if, if I got killed by Dave. You're going to die on Saturday. Oh my god, bearded gentleman music would be huge if, <laughs> if Dave murdered Aaron. Yeah, Lombard yes. is taking I mean, you out, my guy. Yes. <laughs> Saturday the sixteenth. Mark. I mean, his arms are his arms are probably stronger than yours. Oh, I guarantee it, dude. If you, as like a junior high kid, knew that you know in a couple of weeks Lombardo was going to end you, wouldn't you be kind of stoked? Oh yeah, I'd be stoked. I'm forty years <laughs> old and I'm stoked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing uh no everybody and outside the bands all the crew and everything at riot fest is always always great and accommodating everybody's so nice and people who've never been behind the scenes of these things don't understand it but that goes a long way i've been to places i won't name other festivals but um sometimes people are not very nice they're not very accommodating no one knows anything but at Riot Fest, it's just like being at a, a small club show, only it's a festival. It's, that's how it feels. Well, I me. mean, we try to say, like, look, if we don't know yet, we'll know soon. Yeah, and you yeah, do. You know, love it, love if it. there's photo restrictions or whatever, we have a big whiteboard. We write it all out. Everything we know, because a lot of times, like, we advance all this stuff. Yep. We advance everything. Like, I'm organized. Of course. Even though I'm a drunkard. Um, but you know, we talk to all the people in advance and find out what are your, you know, photo restrictions, blah, blah, blah. And then day of, they totally change. Oh yeah. And then it's, it's like, Oh, do you have stickies that we can use? And I'm like, no, (laughs) you know, but anyway, like we just try to keep photographers in particular in the loop as much as we can about changes because like if a band decides that it's a closed stage or if they decide 20 people are shooting and everybody else isn't we want them to be able to make their scheduling decision to go to the other band yeah you know what i'm saying so they don't miss both of them that's so fucking cool honestly like it's honestly so considerate and you don't it's like what coop just touched on and you just elaborated on it's like you don't, you literally don't get that like mm-hmm. very often, like at all. Like it's every, yeah, I've heard, I've heard stories. And I mean, a few years ago I got my chiropractor to start coming out. Yes. John, in like, the area, in the, in the press area, 
Heather has a chiropractor. And you just get adjusted real quick. You yep. just kinda, they, they just yeah. Kind of <laughs> for the photographers uh-huh. that have to haul their gear, it's huge. And this year, I'm also going to have a masseuse out there. Oh, wow. Very you cool. Know, it, amazing. It's all free, you know? But, yeah. You know, because to me, it's like free beverages, sunscreen, Wi-Fi, like, if the only festival happy, that takes care of their press. Yeah. Literally the only festival. I'm just <laughs> yeah, like, it is. Well, it's true. I feel like Pitchfork, I mean, I've heard they do a good job. I don't know. I'm not pressed there, but I'm just saying, like, my whole thing is like, we're all in this together. Yeah. Let's make it as least miserable as we can. We're going to survive. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 For and, sure. And I appreciate how hard it is to lug fucking gear all. I mean, even <laughs> though, like Aaron says, it's a pretty intimate stage setup, yeah. it's still a shitload of walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't trust that me and my crew are going to be able to protect your gear, then you're going to take it with you everywhere you go. Right. And that is a lot, you know? And so I just look at it and I'm like, okay, how can I make this easier? That's it's honestly fucking amazing. That's super cool. Oh, thank you. I just want to say that Riot Fest is also wild enough to have the Foo Fighters and Queens of the Stone Age and The Cure on the same bill where Insane Clown Posse and Corey Feldman is going to be performing. Uh, dude, I just weekend. keep looking through. There's so many things that I want to bring up. It's like you brought up some of those. Like I just like there's that's like bands that I love and bands that I used to love or that I didn't even know were back well, together. But, like, We've been, like, kind of legendary for doing this stuff. Like, legendary for bringing together bands like The Replacements, Misfits, Mm -hmm. you know, reunions like that. But, like, I remember this one year, I want to say it was, like, 2020 or 2021, we had Billy Idol, Bootsy Collins, Merle Haggard, Iggy Pop, No Doubt, and Motorhead. <laughs> yeah. So that, was, all, that was 14, all, I think. I think that was the only one I haven't been to. Because I think okay. Failure failure Reunited at that show, too, I think. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. I, I always, it's all kind of a blur to me. Yeah. But anyway, it was fucking phenomenal. And that's yeah. one of the things I love about Riot Fest. Like, yeah. A couple of years ago, we had Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes. People lost their goddamn minds. They it was did. so good. Yeah. Freaking so these, at Jerry yeah. Lee Lewis. <laughs> these bookings aren't like stunt bookings. It's like stuff we genuinely like. How do you, you know? do it? Like, how do you do it? Like, is it, I, I shouldn't look behind the curtain. Is it extra money? Is it just because Riot Fest is so fucking dope? Like. How how do you get these? Like, I honestly, are you allowed to like give us a hint at all? I I can only give you one small hint, really. Okay, okay. Um, but a lot of it is relationships. It's okay. not okay. money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. like with the replacements, um, there is a member of the band who's a baseball fanatic. Okay. As is Riot Mike. Right. And they know this about each other. Okay. And Mike FedExed him 
an unbelievable piece of memorabilia. Okay. Okay. That pertain to his interests. Is, is, <laughs> I can't remember. Right. Is, is is Riot Mike a North Side or South Side guy? No, he's from um, he's from Buffalo. Oh, okay, okay, got it. <laughs> anyway, um, said recipient is a bit paranoid and refused to sign for the FedEx. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so the um legendary piece of uh you know sports of fear ephemera was like right in the clouds there for a minute before it <laughs> like finally got but oh, amazing like okay i'll give you an example like a straight up example like danza mm-hmm. okay um, he used to play Riot Fest shows like way back in the day before we were at, you know, an yeah. outdoor fest when it was like, you know, a club thing. But mm-hmm. also we did club shows all that time. He and Mike developed a rapport and Glenn always had this thing where he just wanted to go to Midway, um, and get on the first flight back, yeah. you know, yeah. either late or early or whatever. Sure. And so Mike would drive him and they'd talk about music on the way and they just, you know, developed a rapport. Um, a lot of times it's something that you can't plan in advance. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, people clicking with each other. I get that. You know? I get that. Yeah. It's cool. Love it. Yeah. And the, you know, these uh, headliners here too, I was talking with a cousin of mine. Uh, he was upset that he couldn't get to the cure when they played earlier this year, but when they're playing riot fest, they're playing a full set. They're not just playing like 45 minutes. Dude, they're, they're playing, playing two hours. Just like how you would see them at their own show. So mm, most of like, time you get 90. I think they're probably pushing it over a couple. Like couple Yeah. Of, so months. like yeah. this is a full, these headliners are playing full sets too. This is not just like a one and done thing in and out. So You're seeing the festival version. Yeah. And they it's will show deal. up on time and they'll play the whole show. It's not like they're going to mm-hmm. make you watch a film in advance right. or something. <laughs> right, like right, it's, right. you know, it's going to be full on and, I mean, you know, there's nothing bad to say about The Cure, but I have so much more respect for them mm-hmm. after this last Live Nation. Yeah, the ticket thing. Yeah. Brouhaha, where they were just like, fuck you. Yep. We're not going to do <laughs> yeah. what you want us to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, everybody else apparently just was like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> you know? And I thought that was so cool that they still hold that ethos that we hold dear you yep. know those of us that grew up in rock and roll and punk rock and stuff it's like yep thank god that you know <laughs> the scary man with the weird hair is still like holding it out <laughs> holding it down you know um, robert's a good dude he's like i've interacted a few times he's a good dude i've never met him or anything like that and I wasn't like a giant Cure fan coming coming up. Like I always liked them a lot, right? But I wasn't so much a gothy girl. I was more of like a punk rock girl. 
Yeah. And I was super into like blues murder ballads. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Very good. Um, and stuff like that. But obviously had tons of respect for them. Yeah. And over the years, it's like, I feel like my respect for them has just grown and grown. Right. You know, they used to do uh, the cure fest, which was, I don't think they do it anymore. Maybe it's just like regional or local or whatever from where they are, but they used to do the cure fest and it was like early two thousands. And it would be like bands that they just like cherry picked. There'd be like a side stage and it would start late. It wasn't like an all day thing. What in England or no, the cure fest toured. I mean, they did it. They, I know for sure they did an amphitheater tour. I think in like 2003 and they had cherry picked all the bands. They, you know, that played both side stages and the main stage. It was a half day festival. I mean, it started at like five. Um, and they had kind of simultaneous bands playing, but, that that was that was that was the few times that I interacted with him. Is like he, he was kind of there, just supervising and checking shit out. So, um, so yeah, Aaron's like, okay, wait, we just talked about integrity. Now what? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> no, I do want to say that uh, people should go and support Riot Fest because it, even though it's a big one, uh, it's not a big, it's not a brand, it's not a corporate thing. These is these are real people. It's run by real people. Uh, real people are attending. It's, you're not going to get a bunch yeah, of... Our staff you know. is like 11 people. Yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah. uh, it's like I said, it's like a small... It's a, it's run like a small show, only it's huge. And yep. uh, it's the it's the festival. It's my festival, man. It's, like, it's my year thing. It's true. It's yeah. true. <laughs> I play you kind of... Sometimes you complain about covering the other ones, and then every time you're like, right fast! And I'm like, holy yeah. shit, this lineup! <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> So, uh, but yeah. wait, you can't shut me down because I made a list of the bands that I've been listening to. Oh, shit. Yes. So, here we go. So here we go. go. We're, we're going to close it out with what we've been listening to. Heather, you can go first. Okay. Who Black Lips. To? Oh. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just going to give you a list of like what I've been Do playing yes, vinyl please. Black Lips, Sonics, Olivia Jean, okay. Death Grips, yes. Birthday Party, mm-hmm. Ben DeLacour. Lords of Altamont, Flaming Groovies. Yes. Shake this action. Get into it. It's my favorite song. Yet. I love that song. It's one of my favorites of all time. And then I've been listening to like blues murder ballads a lot. Like yeah. <laughs> Sam Myers is this guy that I used to work with back in the day. Okay. He wrote this song called Sleeping in the Ground. <laughs> Very cool. About killing his girlfriend and burying her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know. It's happy talk, right? Yeah. We're having happy talk now. Yeah, it's amazing. No, but it's an amazing fucking song. Um, nice. And Lightning Hopkins and Helen Wolf. But you definitely need to, like, fire up Sleeping in the Ground. Uh, I'm um, sold. Because it's, like, the most dark ass shit you ever heard. Hey Heather, are oh, you... wait. I think John's on it. Heather, are you uh are you into Murder by Death at all? Have you heard of the band Murder yes. by Death? Yes. Yes. They, they, they do a they do a ton of stuff that's similar to that. Oh, I know. And they are playing an album play tonight in well, Chicago. Oh shit, okay. Um 
okay. at Metro, and I'm not there because I'm hanging out with you, motherfuckers. Wow. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, murder by death, but thank you, Heather. <laughs> no, I'm I'm joking about that, but I mean, I I saw that band for the first time in Austin yeah. at South by in yeah. like 2006. Yeah. And they just blew my fucking mind. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. So yeah. good. Yeah. You know, they used for, they haven't done it the past couple of years, but for a couple of years in a row, like mid 2015 ish, they used to play the, the hotel from the shining, not like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a different right. from where the movie is, Yeah, but they would play that ballroom and it was like a black tie event and, you, oh, and it was on new year's Eve. So you would have to get dressed up and, go, <laughs> and you would stay there. And they would just play you fucking murder ballads all night. Like, wow, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I had a friend that went. I think my cat just fucked me up. Can you hear me? I can hear you. No, you're you're good. good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay, we're just getting laid across the keyboards. (laughs) (laughs) Typical Um, cat behavior. (laughs) Well, she failed to kill a squirrel earlier, and she's pretty bummed. Um, That's fair. I'll just shout it out super quick because I know you got to get out of here. What I listened to over the past month is the new album by Horrendous. Uh, It's called Ontological Mysterium. Uh, It's like death metal, uh, even though it's new. And, of course, it's death metal. Kind of more thrashy. Again, of course, that's what I listen to. Uh, It's kind of like Vector meets Atheist, sort of. But is it like like power trippy? It is. I mean, sort. It's real fast and intense. It's not real. Uh, you know, vocals are not as obnoxious as a lot of the the deathcore bands these days and stuff. It's kind of like a classic sounding type of uh, death metal. It clocks in under under forty minutes, so they don't mess around. It's not too progressive. Oh, good. That's perfectly in my attention range. Check it out. It's a good one, John. Nice. What you What do you got? Uh, so I have uh, the one thing I want to shout out first is. A band called Vangus, so V-A-N-G-A-S. Okay. They, uh, our friend Kenan that we talked about on episodes, he turned me on to them. It's very much like, it's Nirvana influence, but it's not Nirvana, like, uh, never mind, it's Nirvana, like, in utero and all the weird shit and, like, just fucking just nasty sounding stuff. They make, like, amazing songs out of that. They're, like, young punk little kids. I don't, they just don't give a shit. Like, they don't have band photos, you know, they're they're that type of band. Um, there's a band called Who Is She? Uh, it has members of Chastity Belt, and I think Chastity Belt may have played Riot. I'm not sure. Maybe I have to double check. But anyways, um, they're fucking cool, and they they were doing like a uh a, a hockey halftime show in Seattle <laughs> at a, a stadium that was sponsored by Amazon, and they sang a bunch of shitty lyrics about Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yes, like while they were hired. <laughs> Like, oh how wow! Fucking cool is that? Yeah. And then they got they got like banned, and they were and like Amazon's PR team was like they were drunk, and they were like, no, we weren't drunk. No. We were just talking shit on Jeff Bezos the entire time, and like no one noticed for like. Yeah, I forgot about that. I actually heard about it at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, fucking Beautiful. cool as shit. Yeah, and then um, the new Earl Sweatshirt album is fucking cool, and I know that everyone talked about it like on all the websites last Friday, and it's. One of those, um, like, fucking online tokens. What is the NFTs? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have to like go like buy it and then you own like a certain copy. But... Oh, okay. fuck that. No, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not yeah, but trying like, to do that. I <laughs> snuck around a little bit and uh -huh. got my own copy without paying anything for it. Sorry. We Anyways, don't support piracy here at Crush My Uncle Podcast. No, no we do not. <laughs> but I also am not going to buy a fucking NFT no. album. So. We do not support NFTs. No, yes, I yeah. will buy a fucking CD. I'll buy an LP. I'll buy right. a MP3 download. I mean, I'm down with yeah. supporting artists, but that yeah. shit is extreme. whack. Looks yeah. true. So anyways, I snuck around. It's worth checking out if you can find a version. If you know me or just want to hit me up on social media i don't know never mind oh uh, coop, you should coop. shut up yeah, <laughs> you should shut up i know i'm gonna be quiet coop did i mention facet last episode uh you i believe you did okay then i'm gonna shut up check out facet it's like super awesome kick-ass noise rock show. <laughs> how many was that that's enough i gotta shut the fuck up yes we're quiet. shutting up i'll i'll, I'll edit that in post no, <laughs> <laughs> no leave um, it in I'm, I'm not scared I um I do want to say thank you very very much Heather for hanging out with us. Um, and I know you're going to be busy for the next you know couple of weeks before the, the the festival, and uh, thank you very much for uh, for hanging out with us and being accommodating to me and being a friend to me, and not strangling me. Karen, <laughs> yes, you are nearly as bad as you think you are, oh. and if you had been, I would have strangled you already. <laughs> You, you heard it. This is on. This is recorded, and it's going to be on the internet forever. I'm not as bad as I think I am. So when he doesn't make it out alive from Riot Fest, you'll know. Weeks, no. yeah. You'll know exactly. <laughs> I would have strangled him already. I've been dealing with him for years. He's <laughs> amazing. True. No, Aaron's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I Truly. appreciate that. Um, all right. All right. So this has been the Crush Monocle Podcast. I'm your host, Coop. This is my co-host, John. Hi. Thank you. And this is the legendary Heather West. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one. Like, subscribe, share. Peace out. Thank you.